Welcome to the Word from the Ancient Path, Stories and Sermons for the Journey, a channel of blessing and encouragement for friends all over the world to hear and experience how God speaks and works through ordinary people with an extraordinary calling. We have stories of bringing good news, connecting in Christ, and building the kingdom. And we have the Word of God declared through the pastors and missionaries of Ancient Path Ministries, La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua. I'm your guide, Pastor Kevin Job. I'm very happy to be with you. Our ministry was founded by Pastors Jose Santiago and Yamile Cruz in Jovellanos, Cuba. And my wife, Tani, and I serve as chief connection makers in the United States. Our team of pastors, missionaries, advisors, and kingdom servants is dedicated to planting churches and spreading the reach of the gospel. And so we pray that you are blessed and inspired by these sermons and reflections and the testimony of what God has done and is doing in and through us. Hey friends, we have something really special this, this time around on the podcast. I'm going to be translating the words of Pastor Yamile Cruz, our leader in Cuba, um, as she reviews the ministry from 2022. Now, if you listen to the Spanish version, you get all of it in her voice, but, but for now, you're just going to get a tiny little bit of hearing her voice, and then you'll just have to trust me that what I'm giving you is a translation of what Yami has sent for us. Gracias, she Kevin, says, thanks, Kevin. Thanks for translating. Por thanks for your work. Thanks to everybody. Blessing. So now that you've heard Yami's voice, here's my translation of what she has to say to us about 2022. This is Pastor Yami Cruz from La Iglesia Volviendo a la Santa Antigua in Jovellano, Cuba. For all of our family, our friends, our partners in ministry, just want you to receive a big, warm Cuban greeting. May 2023 be a year in which God's purpose is complete in your life, your family, and your ministry. We are so thankful to God for his fidelity to us. There, there just aren't words to express how grateful we are to God for his love and his favor. He has cared for us, provided for us everything that we need and sustained us in all of this year. 2022 has been a year of favor and a year in which God has shown us once again that all the glory is for him and only for him. All of us know that it's been a difficult time with everything that we've been through here. But, but I want to tell you that the house has not fallen because it is built on the rock. The rock who is Christ Jesus, our Lord and our sustainer. Today we can look back and we can see that across the entire year we lived completely dependent on our Savior. It was a year when the enemy believed we were going to be destroyed, but God raised us up. It's been a year in which instead of being held back, we've advanced. And instead of waning, we have grown because God has enlarged our hearts with a hunger for his word and for his Holy Spirit and the determination to complete the mission for which he has chosen us. We understand that it's an honor to have been chosen by God. It's a great privilege to work for the King of Kings. There, there is no greater goal for La Santa Antigua than to reach souls. There is no plan or project more important than to extend our evangelism, to continue to grow our mission field, to disciple and train and send out more people. This is our great passion. Christ gave his life for our souls. And so even as we're involved in much work and many projects and all sorts of things going on right now, there is nothing more more important to us than to complete the commission which Jesus gave us in Matthew 28. So now I'd like to share with you just a little bit of what we've been doing this year in the ministry. 
We have baptized and given the name to 2022 as the year in which God surprised us. It's been a year in which I woke up every morning and God gave me the strength to get through every challenge that lay in the day ahead. Where I received was so many challenges and so many difficulties in front of me. The capacity to see the power of a God who no one can hold back when he wants to work. January is a really important month for La Iglesia Volviendo a la Santa Antigua because our church was born in this month. Each January in the first service of the year, we spell out the vision for the church of what's to come in the year. This is a vision that's been gained through prayer and fasting in November and December. And so we lay out to the congregation everything in which we want to be focused for the year that's coming. It's a prophetic service in which we want to be sure that we are bringing the true word of God. And of course, we prepare for the big annual birthday celebration of the church when we bring everybody and all the leaders together from all our mission camps. On this night, we celebrate, we exalt, and we glorify God. And we also give directions to everybody for what God wants to do with us in the coming year. It was a great blessing this weekend of celebration this year. But it came for us with a mix of emotions as it was our first birthday celebration since the passing of my dear husband, Pastor Jose Santiago. But we knew that there was a legacy to continue, and the church showed its maturity and its understanding of the sovereignty of our God. And as that celebration comes to an end, we disperse to continue the work that we've been given to do. There's a new year ahead. There are instructions and directions that the Lord wants to give us. And so we sent the church out, encouraged to do the work that God has given us. Our work with children has been strengthened across 2022, and we've been implementing new strategies. And, and one of those was to support a nursery school. This nursery school has been changing the culture in our city. It's the first time that we've ever been able to do something like this. To have a place where from the youngest ages, these kids could daily be taught the commandments and receive great lessons from the start of their lives. And as I said, all of the ministries went out understanding that the vision, the center of the vision was to reach souls. I mean, even our little kids went out into the street with their parents to take out good news and, and even to hand out tracts. And to watch our kids walk out of this place to evangelize their neighborhood, uh, it's an incredible experience. And I'm telling you, it's really impacted the community. When we see these little kids go out and they talk to adults and they talk to older folks and they even talk to other kids uh, about the gospel. To see them go out and say to others that Jesus loves you and that they can say to their neighbors that we have a God who saves, well, it's sublime. It's beautiful. We have seen an amazing quantity of youth and adults, both men and women, and even, even senior citizens showing up at the church this year. And this is because the church has taken hold of the vision of evangelism. And, and because of that, we have reached so many people and we've seen a harvest, a great harvest this year. It has been tremendous. And so this has led us to opening new discipleship classes for all of these folks. And then we're also training up new leadership and people who will help and go out into the mission field. And because of this work, we have been able in this year to bring on four new married couples. They are pastoring in mission camps where people have an enormous need for the Lord. These are places that have been submerged in idolatry and poverty, poverty both physical and spiritual. And we've also founded new ministries and affirmed many new leaders in the work of the church. 
I should add too that I serve for the entire western region of our denomination as the presbyter or superintendent. And our church has helped out with innumerable events all year long for the whole of this part of the island. We've had seminaries and retreats and conferences and conventions and then we, we've had events for the pastors from all over. And so every month we were, we were transferring back and forth between our local work and our presbytery work with the nomination. It's been a really intense year, but we have seen a great harvest of souls and spiritual results. And not only in number, but in growth of character. Physically, God has blessed us so much that we've been able to feed the hungry, give clothing to people in need. We've been able to take out medicines to people as they need. Our, our ministry that does all this called Ready to Serve has never had to stop because God has provided for us. Many hands were extended into many different places so that people would have resources without fail. We've been able to help people with food all year long. I mean, this has been miraculous. I mean, maybe for some of you who are listening, you know, this doesn't seem too miraculous, but I'm telling you, for us, it has been and is a miracle. We in our country are going through very difficult things right now in every sense. But God has blessed us and God has allowed us to understand that he is still looking upon our nation in spite of all those things. How beautiful is our Lord. There is no one who can care for us or love us like the Lord. And we are so, so grateful to this beautiful God we serve. The words do not exist to give him the glory that only he deserves. Food distribution took place throughout town locally and then out to all of our mission camps as well. We have been and continue to help and work in, in maternity hospitals and other hospitals, in nursing homes, even in, in prisons. Uh, we have a chaplaincy program that is just beautiful. It's headed up by people who just understand the beauty of serving God and that, that if we want to be great in the kingdom of heaven, we need to be servants here on earth. These are people who have understood that we don't live to serve, but we serve that we might live. These are principles that we have taught them and that the church has embraced. And now I just want to take a, uh, take a breath here for a minute and say thank you. A million thanks to everyone who has helped. Our dear, dear friends, churches and partnerships all over in various states in the United States of America. People like Cousin Yoel Santiago and his wife. The inexhaustible work of my brother-in-law, Kevin Job and his wife, Tani. And, and all of the leadership of the ministry in the United States. You have been the hands of the Lord for us. And there can be no doubt about this. You've done such a good job. You have been God's instruments to make sure that everything that we do here is possible. Because of your work, we've seen tears in the eyes of people who've received food who otherwise didn't have anything to eat. And this, this fills our souls. This is what tells us that we're doing the right thing, or at least we're doing the little part that we can now, uh, and we'll continue with what lies ahead. At Ancient Path Ministries, we hope to carry the light of the kingdom of God into places where it is most needed, to see people set free from what holds them captive. Now our ministry is built on connections in Christ and our financial foundation depends on the regular partnership of beloved friends such as you. If you would like to be a covenant financial partner or just simply contribute to the work of the ministry, visit our website at ancientpathministries.org, check out the church in action and see how you can be a part of bringing good news, connecting in Christ and building the kingdom. So in 2022, not only did we share a lot of food, but also clothing and shoes. We fulfilled miscellaneous needs and especially helped with medicines. Medicines have been very important because here in Cuba, even basic pain relievers and fever reducers have been very hard to come by.
But the church, by God's providence, has been able to get them and distribute them to people in need. And our aid ministry is not only for Christians. We serve Christian and non-believer alike. Our food ministry is feeding 70-plus needy people twice a week, and the majority of those people are not Christians. We give them food, and then we offer them the gospel, believing that this is what God wants us to do. We are so blessed to be able to do this work, and you our friends are part of the work. It's your partnership with this that makes it happen. Thank you so much. We're grateful for your work. I am certain that someday you will hear the Lord say to you, I was hungry and you gave me something to eat. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I needed clothes and you clothed me. I was sick and you looked after me. I was in prison and you came to visit me. Truly, I tell you, whatever you did for one of these, the least of my brothers and sisters, you did it for me, Matthew 25. These promises come from God, and I know that one day you will have the satisfaction of hearing those words directly from Jesus. Throughout this whole year, we've returned receiving teams of ministry partners from various churches and agencies who support us in the U.S., in January, we welcomed Kevin and Tani with our dear friends, Concha and Melody. In March, some doctors from Ohio came and did great work in the church and out in our mission sites for a whole week alongside our medical team. And they were followed in by a team of gifted seminary teachers who are helping us as we train workers, leaders, missionaries, and pastors so that we can prepare the church to carry out the mission to go out and reach the souls. May the name of Jesus be blessed. In the first weekend of April, Kevin was with us for a memorial concert for my beloved husband, and it was a beautiful moment. It was full of grace. It was a time when the church stepped up to a new level. That night, the Lord made clear to us that he was embracing us. We were in his arms in the middle of our grief process. And so this weekend, remembering my husband's passing became a time of celebration and of praise to God. One year since we lost him, we gathered and we worshiped, we honored and we exalted Christ because we've come to understand that we're called to worship in whatever moment or season or time in our lives. In May, we received another group with Jenny and my nieces, Gracie and Livy, and together we enjoyed a beautiful time of baptism, 50 believers in the crystal clear waters of Baradero. It was an awesome and very blessed moment. In July, once again, Kevin was back for a fourth time along with my nephew and niece, Josiah and Carice. And this time we hosted a regional youth conference for the Buenos Nuevas Association. And it was a glorious time for these young people who so needed to get together after having been closed up in their homes for so long. And by God's providence, we had all the needed resources to care for 300 youth during what became a weekend of marvels during which our young people were encouraged to develop passion and hunger for God. And also during this time, we took a team and helped direct a kids camp three hours from home in Santa Clara. This is the kind of work our leaders have done all year, supporting the work uh, of other places with teams of teachers and cooks and ushers or helping with decorations, providing musicians and preachers, whatever it needs to be. We even make our truck and our two vans available wherever people have need. We've given our chairs and our tables, our equipment, and our gathering spaces to help various events for different congregations within Buenos Nuevas and for congregations of other denominations throughout the whole of 2022. You see, La Santa Antigua has a kingdom vision. 
we understand that we need to tear down denominational barriers because we are one church. We are one body. We have one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one Father and Lord over all. We do not live for the glory of our name as we are all children of God. And then in the first part of October, Kevin brought friends to help in our mission camps and our local outreach ministry. And immediately after, we welcomed back our seminary professors. And finally in December, we had one more group of brothers and sisters who came and supported the work of our ever-expanding mission field. So as you can see, it's been a great year of mission work with teams from the U.S. And we are grateful to all of the pastors and the leaders and the friends who have made this happen. Thank you so much for being a part of what God is doing here. Now, also in 2022, we've been able to complete many, many projects, and I want to tell you about a few specifics. We purchased several electric motorbikes for our local missionaries, and I'll explain a little bit so that you understand what this means. We've had a situation in our country recently with a scarcity of gas and diesel fuels, which has made travel difficult. And it's been a real hardship for our evangelists and our intercessors and our missionaries to be traveling with any frequency to the rural areas that we serve because there simply hasn't been a way to get them there. And so these electric motorbikes, in spite of having our situations with the electrical supply, I mean, well, you know, they recharge them when the moment's right. These motorinas, as we call them, have been a great blessing for our ministries, allowing our missionaries to move forward without delay. And with them, we can easily get to the places we serve. We also bought a motorized rickshaw-style vehicle that we use in administrative work throughout the network. Uh, we use it for a lot of events, for hauling food purchases in from the farmlands where we go to search out food at lower prices. Uh, we use them for seeking supplies and even for transporting ministry workers, and it's been a huge help in our work. We were able also to purchase a house next door to La Santa Antigua, and it now serves as classrooms and additional space as we continue the development of the ministry. On top of that, we were able to purchase a property we are calling the Oasis. It's a place, a beautiful place, that we're preparing to be a multi-use conference and retreat center. And already it's been a space where the church can freely enjoy having various activities. And it is a tremendous blessing to us. On top of that, we purchased a house in the small farming village of Aguas Nuevas, where we have a mission. Our pastors aren't living there yet, but we have done some work, and that has allowed us to hold worship services inside. This, too, was a wonderful blessing to us. Let me explain. When we go out and start a new mission, first we're welcomed into a private home. Somebody in the community will allow us to, to worship in their space. And this is great, but it also brings some inconvenience to the owner as the congregation grows. And there just isn't anything better than for the church to have its own space, one to which the local folks can look and say, well, this is where the church meets. And honestly, more people come once we found a place that can belong to the church proper and that is open to anyone who wishes to come. And once again, 2022 has become the year in which God surprised us. Not one moment has come and gone during which we have not seen God's hand of blessing on us. He has been Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah our provider. We've been working on construction projects all year, and despite the great scarcity of materials here, God has supplied every resource that we need. We find ourselves asking, where did this all come from? And the answer is it came from the hand of God, as God has used different hands and different sources and different instruments to do his work. 
Beginning in June, our nation began suffering through a season during which we've experienced long periods without electricity, uh, the famous blackouts. And we remained like this right up into the first week of December. My brothers and sisters, it's been quite literally a dark season. And this has brought about great desperation, much stress and suffering. It's been accompanied by an incredible inflation of prices, which I think is somewhat worldwide, but really here in Cuba, we've seen prices that make you go, whoa, why? In the midst of all of this, the church continues to advance, trusting, believing, holding high the banner of faith and affirming our calling in the Lord and testifying that the Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? The persecutions haven't stopped. The spiritual opposition is great. And 2022 has been a year to fight with the weapons with which God has gifted us. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal. They are for the destruction of strongholds. And the church has been trained to understand this principle. Our church has a lifestyle of fasting and prayer that we search God out through intercession. We clamor and make petitions before the Lord. And we have understood that this time on our knees is the only way we have to be ready to stand on our feet in the face of all that confronts us each day. And yes, we are facing many things, my brothers and sisters. The signs are evident, not just here in Cuba, but all over the world, that Jesus is at the door and every day the spiritual attack is greater, the oppression is greater, but God is with us. And we are here preparing for his imminent turn, return for his church family. And we do this faithfully. We teach the church to take seriously that the culmination of our story is soon to come. Jesus is coming and soon. And as the church, we have to be vigilant, guarding our lives in the holiness and fear of the Lord so that our lives might be prepared for the moment of his coming. It has been a difficult year, but one in which God has shown us his glory and his faithfulness has been greater than whatever sacrifice or whatever problem we could have faced. And in the end, folks, no sacrifice could be greater than the one that Jesus himself has already made for us. And so we give thanks and praise to God for 2022, the year when God surprised us. And now we're ready to continue the mission into 23, knowing that it too will be a year of great challenge, but that God will never abandon us. And so there you got a little bit of 2022. We have been blessed to be a part of what God is doing here in Cuba. And so here's a big hug across the distance to all of my friends, my brothers and sisters, is a big Cuban embrace. God bless you in the name of Jesus. I encourage you, do not back down. I encourage you, go forward. I encourage you, keep believing, keep trusting. The reward is coming soon, very soon, and sooner than we think. Our reward is on the way. And so we go forward with what God has placed in our hands. It is such an honor to have received such a beautiful calling. May 2023 be a wonderful year for you, a year in which God's will is made complete in each of your lives. And so as I leave you, may God bless you. May God bless you a lot, and may God bless you much, much more than that. A big hug. Bye-bye. And so, friends, this brings us not only to the close of today's episode, but to the end of season three of the podcast. So we're going to take a month or so for a short break, and we'll be back with you sometime in February. Be sure, though, in between to check out our website, ancientpathministries.org. Like and follow us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram, at Ancient Path Ministries. Once again, this is Pastor Kevin Job for Ancient Path Ministries, La Iglesia Volviendo a la Senda Antigua. We look forward to seeing you next time. Que yo te bendiga mucho. Go and be the church. Thank you.